0: Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another trip through my brain, which we call Head Cannon. I am your only host, Brandy Jackola. If I sound tired, it is because I am tired. It has been a stressful week and we'll just leave it at that. It's been a while since we've talked and a lot of things have gone on in the real world, so I'm going to start off by saying these things. And if any of these things offend you, you may want to just stop listening. Number one, Black Lives Matter. Number two, there should be civil rights protections in place for all members of the LGBTQ community, and they should have access to medical care without bias. Number three, it doesn't matter what sexual identity we have, what gender identity we have what color we are, what religion we are, what political party we are. We are all people, and we are all equal. Equality is everybody has the same rights. And if you feel like, you know, black people not getting murdered in the streets is infringing on your rights, I kindly invite you to stop listening. Because <laughs> that's just not okay. It's not okay. It's never going to be okay. And I don't want to hear anybody saying all lives matter. Of course, all lives matter, but there are lives that don't matter as much. And therein lies the problem. So until black lives matter, all lives don't matter. See what I'm saying there? So how are you guys doing? You guys okay? Everybody safe? Everybody well? Because coronavirus is not gone. (laughs) I don't know why people keep acting like it is. It is not gone. It is still here. It is still spreading. And in fact, yesterday in Utah, we had 600 new cases in one day. Confirmed cases. Heavens knows. Heavens? Heaven knows. Heaven knows how many actual cases there are for people who haven't been tested yet. Please just wear a mask and social distance. So, uh, this is the episode wherein I finally am able to review my friend Chris Bodley's graphic novel, Black Lantern, volume one, or book one, as you say. And I adore this graphic novel with every fiber of my being. And it's not just because I know Chris and he's a friend of mine. It is witty, interesting. There's a mystery. Uh, a cliffhanger. I can't wait for a book too. (laughs) So I, I, it it just jumps right into the action. There are no ads or anything like that because this is a self-published item and it is beautiful quality as well. It's got, you know, glossy pages, glossy cover. It just, it feels nice it's it's heavy. It's a big book. This, this is actually almost as big as my Hellblazer compilations that I'm up to volume 22 in, by the way. Not that any of you asked, but I'm telling you nonetheless. So this is absolutely glorious and wonderful and looks completely professional. So I love how Chris does his book cover and indeed... The chapter covers like an old-timey 50s pulp comic book sort of thing. You know, uh, it says at the top, uh, Black Lantern, book one, and above that in smaller letters, bone-chilling tales of the supernatural. You know, (laughs) it's just so reminiscent of classic horror. And uh, basically... This book follows the exploits of our trio of main characters who are uh, Edgar, who is a, um, would you call him a revenant? I don't know what you call him. Chris, I'm sure you'll tell me because I'm sure you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> so he's he's basically undead. Uh, he has a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern, lantern for a head. And if his candle goes out, he ceases to be. So I don't know how this particularly happened to him, whether it was Fiona, who's member number two, not necessarily in any order of importance, but Fiona is a fledgling witch who doesn't quite know how to control her power yet. So I'm not sure if she is responsible for Edgar. Actually, no, I do know she's not (laughs) responsible for... I can't. I can't give spoilers. I'm just going to stop what I was saying there because I could get into spoiler territory. So we have Edgar. We have Fiona. uh, She is of Asian descent, and she is a fledgling witch. She has also formed a company wherein she has her boys, uh... As Edgar and Julius, we'll talk about him in a second, deal with uh, all manner of supernatural disturbances. And that's where this book begins, is Edgar and Julius head into a cemetery to take out a vampire. <laughs> a real vampire. Not those that you see in the movies. Julius is a black cat. We find out later that uh, he may not necessarily be as he seems as far as appearance. And he also talks, talking cat. The whole sequence at the beginning of the graphic novel, when they are fighting a vampire, that they are completely unprepared to deal with. Uh, After it's finally over, uh, Julius's tail is all fluffy. (laughs) Which just brings me so much joy. (laughs) Because I have a cat. And uh, Chris and his wife, Chelsea, have two cats. And uh, that's what cats do when uh, when they are feeling threatened. They puff up their tails and their fur to make themselves look bigger. And uh, in a, a kitty's mind, you know, they think that uh, this terrifies their enemies. It is... Uh, I, I, I don't want to delve too far into the story because I don't want to give any spoilers. But uh, needless to say... We find out a little bit more about Edgar's past or non-past. He doesn't remember the person that he was before he became what he is now. And there is a conversation between uh, Julius and Edgar where Julius is like uh, asking him questions about what it is like to be dead. And uh, Edgar's like, it's not really like anything. Uh, In fact, the the thing he says, it's not really like anything. It's not good or bad. You just don't exist anymore. It's just an interesting thing that I don't think we ever really think too deeply about for fear of the unknown. This book is full of drama, monsters, horror, gore, humor. There are several times that I laughed out loud and <laughs> just the the great joy of this. I know that uh, Chelsea Mackey did help with the writing on this as well. So uh, it was a team effort between husband and wife. I know that there are things that are, that were taken out of the graphic novel, but that I have seen pages for. One of them is uh, Edgar having made his own comic and Julia saying, this lettering isn't very professional and Edgar is saying, well, I I wanted to do it by hand to give it, you know, character, (laughs) which is exactly what Chris has done in this graphic novel. And that made me laugh. I am a big horror fan anyway. And so I thoroughly enjoyed the story and the mystery continues because Definitely not all questions were answered, nor should they have been. This is definitely going to be a series. The drawings, the artwork, the coloring, everything, in my opinion, is just spot on perfect and creates a very specific mood that is the kind of thing that I just really love. Just really, really love. So... I don't know how to get any further into this without some spoilers, so I think I'm going to actually leave it there, simply because I want people to actually get this graphic novel. Because it was self-published, if you are interested in receiving a copy, please contact me through uh, our website at darkcornerpodcast.com, Or if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can send me a Facebook message. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Brandywine12, B-R-A-N-D-I-W-I-N-E, the number 12. You can tweet at me or send me a direct message there. And it's, it's amazing. I will read one of the short reviews on the back. That is from Kevin Cuff of Metal Shark Bro that says like a darker, gorier Hanna-Barbera cartoon with plenty of camp, Black Lantern manages to satisfy your cartoon cravings and your horror hunger at the same time. I don't know if I can say it better than that. I am going to read the blurb on the back of the book to kind of give you a teaser and get you more interested as freelance paranormal investigators the burnwood and blackwell agency are no strangers to the supernatural edgar is a tattooed jack-o'-lantern with a haunted past fiona is a rockabilly witch learning to master her abilities and Julius is a talking black cat with a thing for ghosts. But when a clandestine priory comes after Edgar for a dark ritual, the three will have to embark on an arcane adventure into the occult in order to solve the mystery. With Halloween fast approaching, will any of them make it out alive? Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Anyway, I am so proud of Chris for all of the work that he has done, and it has been years worth of work that have gone into this book that I'm holding in my hand, and I'm so pleased that it came to fruition as easily as it did. Um, as far as raising the money, actually getting the product, <laughs> that was harder because coronavirus, <laughs> COVID-19 hit right as things were supposed to have been finished printing and things were delayed for months. It's also difficult because this would normally be, you know, convention season and he would have many places to peddle his wares, so to speak. So as it is right now, he does have copies of this book available and uh, unfortunately nowhere really to sell them in person. No conventions, no arts festivals, are currently going on, and there's no clear date of when such events might return. So once again, if you would like a copy of Black Lantern, and I can tell you right now that the cover price is $35 and worth every penny. This is a thick graphic novel. So uh, yeah, contact me through Facebook, contact me on Twitter, And I will find a way to get you said graphic novel and uh, get you taken care of. I want to spread the love as far and wide as I can. This is obviously going to be a bit shorter of an episode because there are not a lot of things right now that I want to dip into because they can be episodes all on their own. So I think I'm going to just leave it here. And tell you guys the things that I tell you for every podcast, which first of all, the opening song is Dr. McCoy by Spock. The closing song is by trectual by Aurelio Voltaire and Robert Picardo. Yes, it's that Robert Picardo. All music has been submitted by the artist or their representative and was made available for free. To find Chris Bodley's artwork, you can go to society6.com slash hatrobot, or find him on Instagram at hatrobot. Hatrobot, of course, being H-A-T-R-O-B-O-T, just like it sounds. I I've even got my friend Nick in Australia checking out his artwork and absolutely loving it, and you should too. Check it out, because there is so much more to him than just what's in my show art. He's just got a variety of wonders to behold. So jump in and find that. You can also hear me on the podcast I do with my husband, which is the Dark Corner Podcast, right here again at darkcornerpodcast.com, where you found this, or in the podcatcher of your choice. And uh, right now I'm still doing that live show on Friday nights with my friends uh, Dan Gunther and Bruce Gibson, that we have dubbed The Unready Room, where we cover a different episode or movie of Trek each week. And uh, that might end up going on hiatus or kind of ending. I'm not 100% sure. It depends on Bruce and Dan's stuff, uh, what they've got going on with their Positively Trek podcast, which you should absolutely check out. Uh, positively Trek. It's exactly what it sounds like. Star Trek, positively. (laughs) And they're just really delightful. Every time I even just hear the opening music, I just smile and think, yep, here come my friends. It's a happy day. And uh, so please check them out as well. So I guess that is going to be it for me this time. And uh, I'm sorry that it's been so long since I have yammered at you be patient with me. It's, uh, I'm going through some weird stuff right now, which I will talk about when I can. But in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, keep a-workin' that headcanon. Live long and prosper, so say we all. Wait, what? time lords keep you forever. We can't babble on. There's no use debating. The Stargate's waiting. So come on, let's not fight. It's so unintellectual. How about we join sides and divide directions?